0: episode today. We're thinking uh, more life in the life in pinstripes. We're thinking, y'all have been asking us some questions on uh, social media, so maybe we should answer some of those questions on the air. Uh, Absolutely. Bring it on! This is episode number 38. Cameron, 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 Mabin. Cameron, Mabin. Call me maybe. Call me Mabin. Call me Mabin. I like that guy a lot. I did too. Good grief. Please come back. Please. But... This episode is about us. Wait, what? Since when? Well, a couple weeks ago, we were called a couple of snowflakes, and I thought to myself, snowflakes are unique. What makes us unique? Why should people even listen to us? Well, There's not a lot of people know about us. They just hear just two dudes just blabbing every and trying we're to just give dudes words of wisdom. speaking. You don't even know if we have any credibility, and pretty much, who does have any credibility? Granted, you could take an actual professional athlete and have them talk about their sport, yeah, they'd probably be more credible, but I reach decently high levels of baseball. We talk a lot of baseball in here. Yeah. I played high school football. What else do you need? I just happen to be the brains. I just happen to know a lot of things. The man is the coiffed hair, the brains, and the guy who can recite everything backwards from years to players to the alphabet. How tall their grandmother was. He knows. Yes. he knows stats. Pretty much, what we know is that I'm the stat keeper in my mind. And uh, other questions. So one person asked us, uh, well, basically calling us losers. They said, "Hey, do you guys have a have a life? Do you guys do anything other than this?" Uh, there's a reason why we call life in Pinstripe. So I guess we kind of somewhat have a life, don't you think? I've had a life. I've been living quite a life, and it's been tiring. But maybe I'll share a little bit with you. First, we ask you, James. What do you do on the side other than this podcast? Okay, besides bringing you magic in this podcast, for those of you who may not know, I am a preschool teacher. Hmm. I know. Kiddos, huh? Kind of, kind of weird that you didn't think that I would be working with children. You work with children. Interesting. Yes. Is it rewarding? It seems it to. is very rewarding. You know, trying to mold young minds, trying to make them into civilized human beings when they move on into elementary school later on. That's pretty cool, man. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of working with kids or working with people that are uncivilized turning civilized, I mean, my other, most of my life is bartending. I am a bartender. I do that for most of my funds. And, uh... Yeah, that's kind of working with kids in a way. A lot of people, a lot of drunk people. You're dealing with monsters and monsters. A way. I, work, I deal with some of the best and worst of people. I call myself the best, by the way. Yes. And that actually leads us into another question somebody asked us like, how do we know each other? And uh, it all started because I actually bartended for James's parents. They became avid customers of mine. They became some regulars, and we had a great uh, friendship and laughed a lot and told good stories. And uh, once I turned 21, then once he turned 21, boom, the man was there having a drink. And there was a Yankee game on, I remember. And we watched the Yankees uh, the, on the TV behind me, and we were just like, ah, Yankees, Yankees. Uh, blah, blah, this, blah, blah. And the biz. rest was history. And here we are. And, for random fact, but he lives right next door to my cousins. You may remember your cousins that were on. Um, yeah. I think over the summer when they were, we talked the, the, about the Yankees and the Red Sox. If you scroll down the list, you'll see there's a bunch of pictures of me and him sitting next to each other. And then all of a sudden, there's one where there's two identical-looking females, one over here and one right here. One that where it's easily getting mixed up all the yes. time. Yes, I I mixed them up for a long time, but they they one of them always wore like the bluish and more purpley's, and one of them always wore pink and the reds. That is how I'm able to uh, tell them apart. Claire's the, the one that likes blue. Correct. Nicole likes red. Correct, and that's how I did it for years. Still, to this day, uh, if they're wearing the same thing, it takes me a half second, but I know by their faces now, I know distinct differences. Twins, you know, some of them are more, they're they're very identical, Uh, but now that I know them, I I can actually see very blatant differences. to The naked eye wouldn't see, and I understand that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's how we met each other, and here we are, doing this. So, on my side, I bartend. Uh, I've done some Ubering, which has been kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you that I also did a play-by-play for my... Besides preschooling. We need to bring that up. First off, I had a side story with Uber. We'll get back to that because it's a little graphic. Yes. What happened recently? You did a bunch of games or something. Yes, like that, right? I did a uh, nationally Hockey Prospect League in Danbury a couple of weeks ago. Hey. I know when we were talking about the college football games, I couldn't watch any of them because I was too busy calling hockey games left and right. I called four Hockey games and wow. almost like a twelve hour day. That's right crazy. There. That's a full day. And yeah. and hockey not being our number one favorite sport here. No, is not my favorite sport. I so what was it, it like it. calling a game? You know, it's like me calling like a <laughs> bowling or something. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it's the um, ball is spinning. First of all, the pins are down. I will tell you the first game I ever called last year. Oh my god! If I still had footage of that, I would be embarrassed. <laughs> Why? What was so bad about it? Because I didn't know the rules. I didn't. No. I had a diff- <laughs> when I didn't yeah. know the rules. I didn't know about icing. I had a difficult time. Like, hey, I need somebody to call this hockey game. Do you have any hockey experience? No. Okay, do it anyways. Hey, it's experience experience, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. So obviously, yeah, I think of it that way. I didn't know the rep signals, the penalties. I I had a difficult time. This was boarding, <laughs> this, this was in high sticking. And this, this was... guy's uh, doing something to that guy. Uh he, this, this the puck is moving the to penalty, this way yeah. Oh, wait, now it's moving down that what way that was the penalty? You yeah. know what's the True worst? both the the worst part the way that's the way that's the way that's the roster and the puck is the like a thousand miles per hour left oh, and the way blip. the way blip blip I remember one time I was looking down the roster, and then the puck was in the goal. I'm like, "Oh wait, look, a goal just happened over there!" <laughs> Sorry, folks. Uh, the puck Sorry about ended up by up by that. Ended up by um, whoever, and their names aren't that easy, right? They're like Chechnish Shlegiyev and yeah, it's like Shlachlanov, Slash whatever. One of all those, those Bolshe- of, all those Bolsheviks. <laughs> Bolshev- I thought you were gonna say it. Yeah, know you just having word there for a second. Hockey last names are not. But anyway. Hockey may not be my favorite sport, but as I've been calling more and more, I've been doing this for about a year, I've actually been starting to appreciate it a little bit more, and even when I watch the Rangers play. Dude, there's nothing better than playoff hockey. And it's, oh, yeah. it's actually amazing, the guy. There's a famous guy who calls hockey games. I forget his name. Oh, I know, I think I know him. Exactly. Is he the guy that switched talking? over to, uh, fo- uh, to football on Monday nights, right? Oh, uh, are you talking about... Ba- yeah, I know exactly. Wait, he's like his like voice is like, and it gets an end! Let's go! yeah, it's gone. Yes, like is, that is an amazing voice, and he he's a great storyteller. The Definitely puck, entertaining. The puck moves around a lot, like you said, and he has a great language for it. He's very descriptive. I love listening to him. Um, I am drawing a blank. I forgot his name. I will get back to you with the name. You, you probably it, know who's listening, but anyways, yeah. So other fun things. uh We were asking ourselves, what unique, what makes us unique? What random things make us unique? And we can start off with the most random. And one of them for me is probably not something I should be happy about, but I have been in many car accidents. (laughs) How many car accidents would you think you would have to say? If you include little tiny bumpers and fender benders, uh, I've been in a total of nine in my entire life. You, when you first told me that, literally, like yeah. fifteen minutes ago, Dad, my Dad, who's definitely listening, he knows that we've been in quite a handful of silly moments. Uh, but yeah, I've uh, I've had four cars, and I'm 28 years old. So, so you've had a car every seven years. <laughs> well, you start driving at 16 or 18 or whatever. So I've had so two what? and a half year lifespan on my cars. <laughs> Not that good, but uh, hopefully this one will last longer, and it still doesn't look like it's gonna, because it's really trying to crap out on me. Yeah, you're uh, creamsicle, as I should probably call it. My orange Ford Escape, it's just every time something gets fixed, something else comes loose, and something Mm -hmm. else is making a noise, and I can't just go, like, two weeks without something starting to eat away at me. It almost seems kind of ironic. Destiny. You know know what it is? Sell me! The reason why it's called an escape... It's because it's telling you to escape that car, and trying and to get money it out is of there. Es- money is escaping my wallet, and it is trying to escape my. Anything involving a vehicle escapes from your bank account if you really Correct. think about it. Yeah, no, because like what I originally bought it for, we've put double in back, back in. So like double in maintenance, pretty much. Double in maintenance, like so. I basically bought a whole brand new car twice. Like, ugh, it wasn't brand new, but it was a used car. It was actually a rental from Hertz, and they are they legally like they upkeep their cars well, usually. They do a lot of oil changes and whatnot. So the car treated me well for the first couple of years, but now at the 100,000 mile, ever since I got it, did that 90,000 mile checkup, and two days later, the car overheated, and then I had all these slew of Ooh. issues. Overheated led to an engine like seizing. Me being an Uber driver oh. for you for a little bit. Yeah, being an Uber driver, driving around a little extra in places like Hartford, where the roads are... Freaking terrible! Oh yes, Uh, I'm going over bumps and bumps, and then I told you about that 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 lady. lady. (laughs) There's this old lady, this larger, quite large old lady, gets in the back seat of my car, and she's not even sitting in the center seat. She's sitting in all three seats at once because that's how big she is. But she couldn't like sit in the car normally. She had to sit kind of like slanted, and she mentioned to me. She said, "Honey." Can you not go over the... Uh, She's like, uh, can you just be careful going over bumps? I have a bad back. I was like, okay. So a lot of the roads aren't even done. They're under construction right now in Hartford, and I couldn't avoid them. So there was that thing where it's you're on the hard gravel going over god knows what amount of bumps and they had the raised structures like the man those are the potholes and those the, are the worst that's why i hate driving in Hartford. yeah and so i'm like okay she doesn't want me going over those i don't want to go over those and bust my tire so i was gently weaving in and out of them all like a video game and doing just fine avoiding bumps and i did great and i didn't go over any bumps and at the end this woman gave me one out of five stars and i was just like you crapping me woman come on she cheaped you out a little bit. Yeah. I was like, all right, next time I get her, if I ever get her again, I'm going to go flooring it over that speed bump. And I like, think you should. God. Go like 100 miles per hour. If your back is really that bad, A, don't be 450 pounds. I know she's not going to be listening to this, so. That... Just say what you have to say, man. man. Good God. like It's called a salad. You know what else is tough besides driving in Hartford? Driving in New York City. Yeah, he Uh, went to New York City recently. Yes, I went to New York City over the weekend with my lovely girlfriend, Sarah Wilson. This is a shout out to you. And my goodness, are they just ruthless down there. Yeah, the cabs flying around. Cabs flying around all over the place. I literally was driving over the Queensboro Bridge trying to get into the right lane because I'm trying to go, um, I thought going to the right lane would take me to the west side to get to Central Park. So I had my blinker on for a solid 15 seconds while getting into Manhattan. Literally five cars went by. No one literally gave yeah, it. No it, one stopped. Nobody, it's like no one stops in the world, but of all places in New York, they're definitely not stopping for you. It's You're jumping into this. No one's going to slow down for yeah. you. Uh, let's, let's be honest. Uh, this is going to be bleeped out. New Yorkers, what they're going to do, if you had your blinker on, they're going to say, fuck you. You're not getting into my lane. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's a war zone out there. If you go, I hear stories about that in L. A. That like six lane highway where people are just. Oh, like, that's. Oh, that's. Ridiculous. You got to command your space up there. You got to demand your space. You be like, this is mine, and you ain't coming in here. We get weird when it comes to traffic and anger. Oh, my favorite is when I uh, say that you're going down a like a singular street, just going down that way, and a car just happens to. Stop not in the middle, but like slightly close to the middle, like where you have that, that little inch trying to get through. Oh yeah. You're like, what are you doing? Like seriously. I can't stand people. I hate when they when do they're the... going and trying to take a left, but they they like shift over to the right side of the lane, blocking the whole thing so they don't let the flow of life continue. And then the it's... cars behind you is honking at they're you. Stuck. Like it's your fault. It's like But no, it's like, yeah, it's here's the thing. When you're a member of society, don't be a block. At least just let it flow with you. Be a part of this moving forward, growing organism that is the human experience. Don't be that guy that is just taking a wide right turn, just like uh, trying to go left. A, I just like... You're, it's just, not, you're, you're unathletic. You're unaware. You have bad spatial recognition. What are you doing for this society other than pissing off the rest of us? You're in our way. First of all, this is like if you get pissed off here in Connecticut, they're just like, okay, that's not that big. You piss someone off in New York. Oh, my goodness. They're going to let know that they're going to be pissed off. I remember one time I was driving my friends over to Long Island because they wanted to go over to a gym. This was three years ago. And we got stuck at a toll booth. Trying to get on the Throgs Neck Bridge. Five cars behind me started honking at me. I'm like, dude, our easy pass isn't working. I'm like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's like, and like my friends are like, they didn't know what to do. I'm like, guys, you don't know jack crap, honestly. What it's did like, you do? I literally, well, first of all, luckily enough, there was a toll booth guy. I'm like, yeah, this easy pass isn't working. I had to give them cash. Oh, yeah. And not to mention, it's not a penny. It was like eight bucks. Oh, yeah. They'll hit you hard. That's something like when I'm Ubering and I go through a toll, I get funded that from Uber. Like I went through seventeen dollars in tolls the other time when I drove the girl or to New York, and they only take your picture now. Like so, oh, they you, bill you. You don't. They bill you. And luckily, well, maybe unluckily, but I've moved like three times in the last year, so there's definitely like New York bridge toll mail out there floating in the world looking for T J Stolzenberg, and you'll never find me. I'll never pay unless they're watching this episode right now. If they are, they still never find me. They don't know my address because I keep it. I keep like seven addresses all at once. Well, you know? see, that's the reason why you moved three times too. You're practically kind of like in the witness protection program, just changing all these addresses. I'm a I'm a nomad. I'm a vagabond. Yeah, it's like a it's like Goodfellas. Is it? Town like? to town, I just live out of my car. I float around. Yeah, I'm um, like, I'm many places. Yeah, you're like the ending of Goodfellas, like when he's living in like that little residential area. You ever seen that movie? I, w- I love that movie. Okay. I was, about I, to say remember, I was like, what's the connection here? When he lives in the... When he's in the witness protection program. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, witness. Like witness. Got it. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Goodfellas is way yeah. ahead of its time. Goodfellas. James, Mr. James's favorite movie of all time. Really? It is my favorite movie of all that time. That is a tough question. I don't know if I could answer favorite movie of all time. I remember we brought this up the other We were thinking about bringing a list, but we got shadowed by it's- sports. things. They- yeah. <laughs> It's, like, tough to think of a top movie for me. Like, that's such a hard question. Because there's so many amazing movies. Like, uh, Christopher Nolan, my favorite director. Like, good grief. Like, Inception, The Dark Knight. And, like, how do you... Like, Shawshank Redemption. How do you pick... I thought you'd be a Stanley Kubrick kind of guy. Yeah, actually, I do like his movies. Or, um... Steven Spielberg. I mean, Spielberg does some masterpieces, too. Yes. But Christopher Nolan has only made like nine movies, such as Dark Knight, The Prestige, Insomnia, Interstellar, Interstellar, Inception, dude, (laughs) this guy's list, oh, oh wait, he did Memento, good God, wow, yeah, he's only done like nine, ten, eleven, whatever movies, and all of them are like, wow, 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 all of them have like above a seven on IMDb. And IMDb is very harsh. If you're, like, above a 7.5 on IMDb, you're a really good movie. So IMDb is, like, the Wolfgang Puck of movies? Yes, because number like the Dark Knight's, like, an 8.8. Let's put it that way. Like, okay. You know, like, people aren't like, oh, 10 out of 10. They, they're harsh on that site, the critics are. So, yeah, just saying. Christopher Nolan, I, I don't know how to pick a movie, but... Fantastic pick one. You know, like, I love movies like Rounders. I love World War Two. I loved Spielberg's uh, Savior Private, Savior, Private Ryan. Ryan. Schindler's List. Schindler's, oh has a spot in my heart. How badly. do you pick one movie for a favorite I can't do it. My, mine is Goodfellas. I think actually, a lot of movies by Martin Scorsese he's are he's automatically automatically on my list. He's like a beast. Like, Goodfellas the departed oh yeah wolf of Wall wolf of wall street um Beast taxi Reader. driver i loved oh, yeah. taxi driver raging bull oh, oh yeah. man i can name it i i'm so excited for Scorsese's the awesome I, i'm excited for the irishman that comes out on netflix very soon amazingly way. i don't I, I haven't seen anything for that really i remember Gone. hearing about it like a year ago but i forgot so it's de niro and it's who else de niro joe Pesci. he's back man oh that's great oh he's back oh casino that's also another good movie and al pacino Oh my god! So the crew's back. Oh, not to mention Harvey Keitel is also in there too. Oh. And Bobby Cannavale, just to name a few guys. Harvey Keitel classic. I love Harvey Keitel. Oh man, Main when Street's he, another one in Pulp Fiction when he Harvey Keitel is the oh, what's cleaner. Hey, I'm the wolf. He he's like, he's like, he like, I talk fast, I clean fast. This is what we're gonna do. You get a plastic bag, some paper towels, and this is Windex or whatever. I forget what he did. So pretty please with sugar on top. Clean clean the freaking car. Yeah. Well, he said. Well, actually, he said the f words. So. Well, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> hey, movies, uh, music, James. No, music. I know. Uh, for all those you don't know, I'm gonna talk about myself for a second. Okay, before I grab, because James is about to grab something off screen that'll yeah. explain his little half. Me. I love heavy metal. Yes. You are a thresher. Yes, I must. am. I... The thunder, the crash, the heavy... Oh, my God. I the, the first... I mean, when I was younger, when... I bridged when I was in Link, in the Lincoln Park days. When Hybrid Theory came out, I liked that hip-hop metal-like thing. And I branched into further things like Killswitch Engage, Asking Alexandria. Mm-hmm. This is places where I've fallen. like Bring Me the Horizon, their heavy stuff. Newer stuff, eh. But... Those are like my types of bands. I also love electronic music. I do love like dubstep and anything with like little builds and drops and a lot of thrashing and crashing and beautiful mo- mo- melodic stuff. But that's enough about me, James. Okay. What you about t- you in music? you were a thrasher. I'm a not so thrasher. Guitarist. <laughs> you always talk about things that are represent interesting. Would you talk about your stuff? Many of you may not know this, except if you're my friends from Curry College, or in my house, I play a little guitar. Show us. You got anything for... uh, That's great. What song is that? I don't know, I just made it up. Oh, it was actually really nice, though, but... Hey, so James will play the guitar. What type of music... I know you're a, cl- a classic I am guy. a classic guy Jimmy Page is my favorite guitarist of all time from mm. the greatest band Led Zeppelin see like that's I do I do enjoy classic rock it's just <sighs> I had a buddy Joey Nino who always just like was like everything sometimes like some old. it just sounds so like generic to me I don't know Generic. I don't know, it's just not that exciting. Like classic rock, like what about the Beatles. Yeah, it's exactly. It's all the same. Like da, 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 da. it's just not like Give me something like that really moves me, not like, makes me sway. I'm not a swear I wanna freaking play football while I'm listening to music. Da, 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 da. There you go, see? There's your thrasher. And by the way, Rated I PG-13. did PG13. What? I just I just made that up too. Oh, it's fantastic. That was a brilliant song. People, you should be impressed right now. I know. <laughs> did you really think, watching this episode, that I was gonna bring out a guitar and play some music? Absolutely not. Nope, I did not think about this either. You never know. And we were inspired because when we were called snowflakes, we really thought about it. And we love making fun of ourselves, but we realized I'm the king of making fun of myself. I mean, look at me. <laughs> you exactly. "But who are ourselves? That's the thing. We want you to know a little bit about us, you know, because we're more than just two friends that just blab about sports. Yeah, we like to give out advice, wisdom. Get to know us a lot. Ask more. questions about our like uh, we're living life too. We're along this journey. We're we're not perfect. We're trying to figure this all out and." Good grief. I made some mistakes. We're living in, my in the bet ba- we're living in the best ages in our twenties. Think of it that way. This mm-hmm. is the age where we're literally trying to find ourselves. My twenties. He he's early to mid twenties. I'm mid to late twenties. And it's already over, man. It's already Damn. thirty is on my doorstep and it's knocking hard. I'm twenty eight, but good grief. It's right around the corner. Play me, play me a sad song. <laughs> I was playing stressed out a little bit by the twi- by 21 Pi. I feel like all this music can put a, put a lighter, turn on your lighter and sway back. I, oh I oh I messed it up right there. Okay, how dare you? Well, here's the thing. I also have been playing a while. Little kids. Excuses, something. excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? How about this? Next Thanks. time when we come out with an episode, I'm going to come out better than ever. All right. Play a little song for. Th- we should write a song. And I should oh, say yeah. ridiculous lyrics. What? About like our lifestyle? Chinese <laughs> chicken. His name is, his is TJ. My name is. <laughs> The power chords that's what we call that a power chord power of the penis anyway <laughs> that was so that was just so <laughs> random a right hand turn power of the when I hear power of the I, I, I well when you're powerful you yeah. <laughs> know anywho so trying to teach a little bit about us, uh, we, we also want to learn about you guys. Who's listening to us out there? You know? We know some of our family members are, but some of the random folks, we have some listeners across the pond. We have some listeners in Canada, by the way. Hey, can Canada. Hey, love, love. Hey, if that Canada person's listening right now and you made it this far in this episode, give us a little shout-out. Tell us where you're from, what y'all about. That'd be cool. I to know who's listening to us. Other than just my grandma. <laughs> but anyways digest I digress I take out my chest and I play chess see I can write lyrics classic rock is the same all the time singing songs all the time my girl in sadness and drinking that's that's about that's country music about your, tr- about your truck your girl your dog and sadness as w- as one of my friends from college trucks and boots and sluts and canoes pretty much Pretty much. Well, buddy. Is that the episode? Pretty much. I think yeah. hey, I think we ended it up on the... Like, we kept it easy. I know. We kept it easy this episode. We you know, figured it out. Sports, we're a little sportsed out. We're a little sportsed out. Miles Garrett, you're a fool. Miles Garrett, ouch. Uh, Mason Rudolph, you're, you've acted like a you're punk. punk. You're a punk. You're embarrassed. Derek We're going to see you in Cooperstown. Yeah, all that stuff happened. Colin Kaepernick... Figure it out, guy. Do, Nets, do, you do you want to play in the league? Nets, you, you suck. you you look so bad. Basketball, right now. Sh- basketball. UConn men's basketball beat Florida. Really? Oh wait, I think I heard we that. lost to St. Joe's. I, think I heard that. And the coach uh, is like, "Oh God, like I need my guys to get better." And all of a sudden, we came out and represented, beat, beat a ranked Florida team. It's the last time we beat a ranked team, whatever, in six years. Really, six years. That's look a, at value. Look UConn. at that drought. Be proud. Actually, that's a tip of the cap right there. That's that, of, the that's cap. brilliant. UConn basketball. Dan, tip Hur- the cap Dan right Hurley. Dan Hurley and that hard work you're putting in starting to pay off, dude. So let's go, boys. Because let's, UConn basketball. Let's get back to who we really are. Yeah, because UConn basketball over the last few years since the last time oh, they man. won their title, they've just been just. I was terrible. I was blessed with. I had Kemba Walker's year. Where he won the national championship. Cordia Kemba. Yeah, that year, five games, five days in the Big Apple, and then taking it, taking that momentum into the tournament and winning. And I remember along the way we played Kawhi Leonard, San Diego State. I remember now. That's look sick. At, That's now sick. look at him. And then we had Shabazz Napier. The after the, Shabazz like three Napier, or four, yeah. three years later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you have some? Who was the yeah. before? Did you have someone before him? There before? was Kemba, Kemba Shabazz, and you might be thinking of Ryan Boatwright. That's that's exactly because we also there. had AJ Price before Kemba, but AJ Price, eh, Jerome Dyson, all those years, but those are the years we really didn't do that well, actually. But nonetheless, Stanley Robinson, holy crap, he could dunk. I miss that guy. Yeah, that was, a, that was a happy D chord right there. Happy, happy D chord for Stanley Robinson. He deserved it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that,
1: that
0: was great. That was awesome. Well, another episode's in the books. Yes. You, Where can you find us out there? You can find us on Twitter, at LifePinstripes, Instagram, Life and Pinstripes. You can watch our YouTube videos. You can hit that subscribe button and watch our previous videos, literally starting from all the way from the bottom. And here we are today. Here we are. Also, our audio... We did add on a couple of new platforms. We've added on to Google Play. We added on to Pocket Cast. Overcast, I believe that's what's called. Castro. We're moving on around the world, man. We're trying to find you so you can find us. Find us! And then you'll get the happy D chord if you find us and give us a nice comment. Don't forget it. And thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And never forget to rock and or roll.